Hey everybody, this is Steve Peering with Link Soul, and you're listening to Chasing Birdies. Let's go! Alright guys, welcome back here to another episode of Chasing Birdies. My man JP. What's going on? This episode this week is brought to you by Werner's Ginger Ale. If you like ginger ale and trying to kick the habit of drinking brown soda, try yourself a little ginger ale. It helps with digestion. It tastes great straight from the bottle. And you can check them out online, verners.com. That was awesome. so good. And I don't even drink cola, but a little I burners every now and then. Ale. It makes you belch. So, so, Man, you got a big week ahead of you. You're banding right now. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. banding. Off to Pronghorn for the mm-hmm. Link Soul 2, man. Saturday to Tuesday. How's the game, bud? Game's good. Uh, played with you before I left up at Nemecolon. You played great. You started off a little rough, had a double. Oh, rallied I, I started it back. Off, I started off good. I started birdie birdie. Uh, my bad. But you had a couple bad holes, right. Right. and you end up shooting two under par. Yeah, you um, shot three under. It's a good plan. Right. Thanks. Yeah, so the game's good. Headed into this uh, event this weekend with Steve Peering, who happens to be our guest today, people. Steve, I mean, the man is hilarious. He's been mentioned on the show many times before. And with it being Link Soul Week here and Steve and I playing together, we felt it would be an honor to have him on the show He's hilarious. Great episode. And he was so kind to throw out a promo code for you listeners out there. If you go to linksold.com starting Friday, which is tomorrow to Sunday, type in Chasen30 at the checkout where you enter the code. You get 30% off Linksold. Um, so, yeah, dude, I'm feeling good, man. I mean, can't you tell? Look at me. Yeah, yeah. You look I mean, good, but- yeah. And I'll tell you your little workout with the air, the air swings that you're doing, mm-hmm. it has it has helped you, man. Because generally you're nowhere near my drives, and you outdrove me a couple times. Um, and I'm proud of you, man, for not giving thanks. up. I know. Thanks. Uh, you're dealt a, a little hand. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, uh, no pun intended. Uh, yeah. But I like it, dude. You're starting to pound it a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, just getting on that left side, pulling it down, and having the weight. The weighted swings, the stack system, I really, I use it. I do the drills, and it's its helped me out tremendously. And you saw it, so I appreciate it. I did. That. I saw it firsthand. Mm-hmm. So good plan. I know that you boys are going to be ready. Your game's good. Steve Peering says his game's good. So let's go hear it from the man himself, Steve Peering on Chasing Birdies. Let's go. All right, y'all. Welcome back here to another episode of Chasing Birdies. Birdies, it's September. My man, we are back into some fall golf, huh, Peps? It is fall ball and fall football. And I tell you what, man, there's not one, for the last five years, four years, there's not one ounce of me that hasn't loved September golf, especially because it, it, it it's synonymous with Oregon and Pronghorn, <laughs> with my boy and your boy and our boy, Mr. Steve Peering, the legend on the show today, my man. Thanks, guys. It's been a long time coming. I uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think uh, I was the—I uh, guess I was the guinea pig for this show. Uh, you remember were. that? Yeah. An unreleased episode that will never be unreleased released. episode. And here we are, what six hundred episodes in, and you guys must have uh, fell short of some talent. I get the call up from the miners, and here, I, here I am. 
It's funny enough, but that kind of was the case. <laughs> no. but, uh, you know, here's the deal, man. We've been talking about you. We've talked about you so much on the show. We chimed in, you know, and I don't know. We just said, you know, it would be a good time to drop peering this week, especially because you and I are going to be together. Well, we are right now, basically. But uh, and we just, you know, it's just easy with you, bud. I mean, how many guys can say that? Uh, well, I appreciate that. I'll take that as a compliment. I'm actually, I'm more excited for my daughter because when she hears you guys chirping me, she gets really excited. So on Thursday, picking her up from school is going to be, uh, it's going to be quite an adventure for her. We're taking her because this will be yeah, at midnight, which you'll be up. Probably. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, our man, Steve Perry. <laughs> let's take it all back to the beginning. Bud. Yeah, let's. I, I, you know, I, Bash, I don't even know if you know this. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Do you know the story, Bash, about to tell? Of how we met via email? Um, I, I kind of have a vague recollection of it, but... <laughs> so, Hank Ashworth, friend of the show, reaches out to me and says, Hey, do you have anybody that's available to be a rep in your territory for Linksel? So... Who do I recommend? IPA! Ian Patrick Yeah. Because it was perfect. West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Ohio, all above. So I refer it. They talk. Hammer sends me an email and says, unfortunately, we're going a different direction. And uh, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Thank you for reaching, you know, thank you for connecting me with Ian. And I respond back and I say, because Ian's my friend. I say, I don't agree with your decision, <laughs> but good luck to your new rep. Now, here, here's the best okay. part. Here's the best part, Pep. Sorry to interrupt you. So I love Hank Ashworth to death. Hammer is, I mean, he means the world to me, but uh, he's great at a lot of things. One thing that he doesn't, uh, he's not very advanced in is, is electronics. So he, by accident, I know he didn't mean to do this, forwards me the entire email chain. And so nice. I start scrolling nice. down and I see where this Jonathan Pepe guy says, yeah, bad, I mean, bad decision. I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> so then Hammer reaches out and says, I, I would like to introduce you to Steve Peering. Maybe you could help him get in some doors in Western Pennsylvania. Sure, whatever. This guy's a f- freaking loser anyway. So, so he introduces us. That's when we played golf with you and Hammer at South Point. Yeah. Correct. So that was like the first in-person introduction to Mr. Steve Peering, which, let's be honest, bud, I didn't think he'd still be at Linksol, let alone partially running the sales force, (laughs) fully running the sales force. Yeah, I remember you talking about this cat, Steve, because he was with Galvin Green. Galvin Green. I mean, he, Steve's story is very interesting. Oh, my God. It's, 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 it's rather unique. I'll tell you guys, I, uh, just, I'll, I'll make it as quick as possible. Left college early, did a little retail, left retail, did a little music. What retail store? Finish line. And, 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 let, and let me tell you, let me tell you guys, 90% of the shoes I sold went out with socks and a heel cup. All right. There you, go. You, you didn't even want them. It, you know, it didn't even matter. You're getting the heel cups. Well, I don't want them. What do you mean you don't want them? You got to have them. You're buying shoes. Uh, okay, I guess I got to have them. You got to have them. You need three or six pack of socks. I, I'm, I'm good. Three or six. Wouldn't let them leave. Three or six. Three. Done. Um, so now I did I did that. Left that. Did a little music. Left that. Did a little. Tea, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did a little. Tea. What kind of. What kind of music? Uh, it was hip hop music. 
So, Steve, for people that don't know you, you are you're a golfer. You're a golfer. Let's just be honest. How did you end up in hip hop music and actually cut a CD? Well, I actually cut five CDs, not one. Uh, but I appreciate the CD. Uh, I back in the day, uh. you guys. I'm a little older than you guys, but back in the day, Whammo, um, I think uh, mm-hmm. they were 105.9 or whatever this mm-hmm. is. Back that was it. And they had a uh, their first annual talent show. I was 16. And I used to write rhymes growing up. I mean, I loved Biggie, loved Tupac. I mean, that was, you know, that was my jam. And so one of my buddies said, I think you should enter it. So I did. And there were, I, I want to say there were 400 and some submissions. They picked 50. 225. No, no, no. They picked 50. There were 50 acts. It, it was pretty big. And um, I won. So I won that and then uh, got to open up for Brandy, which uh, at the time she just released her single, uh, Baby. And so. Well, didn't she sing Your Boy Is My Yeah, she did that with Monica. Yeah, 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 for sure. That was same. That was the next album. But anyway, this is mid-90s now. This is 96, 97. So I perform in front of. I go from never really doing anything, making a song, performing in front of 2,000 people, winning this show, and next thing you know, two months later, I'm performing in front of 13,000 people downtown. <laughs> so Brandy, Big Timers, I think you said, I, mentioned. Yeah, it. yeah, I opened up for a lot of guys. Big Timers, fabulous, but it was fun. But here's the, here's the crazy part. That was now 25 years ago almost. I'm getting old, too old, too old. But we should bring the CDs out. We heard the CD uh, in Ireland. Steve was playing it, man. He was, he was bumping it. The, I, and I'll say that. The one thing about Peering is my man knows all these hip-hop songs, like lyric by lyric by lyric by lyric by lyric by album. It's it's kind of fascinating. Yeah, I, I am. And guys, if you look at him, you think he's into jazz and fucking, you know, a little bit of, I don't know, reggae. I am below average in about 99% of things in life. The one thing that I will destroy anybody at, you throw on a any record, it doesn't matter, I will karaoke them to death. Yeah. And I don't need to see the words. I know them. Mm. Well, because you like rhyming. Okay, so you uh, so you have a short career in music. Okay, go ahead, Pep. You have, how many records did you sell? A lot. Not going to tell that on here because I know that's where you're going with this, but uh, <laughs> sold a lot. <laughs> just, just, just shy of six figures. There we go. Let's go. Yeah. Good thing your sister was at Monroeville Mall just slanging those. God, can you imagine now if she's in Monroeville Mall? Was there like five stores open there? It'd be tough. It'd be tough sledding. Century 3 Mall would be a walk in the park, <laughs> literally. So finish line, back to the story, and then go ahead. No, I did finish line, did music, then left music and went to MTV. Did a show on MTV for a few years. So I don't know if, if, uh, if you guys remember the show Boiling Points. Yeah, that was yes, great. Uh, there were six actors. I was one of them, so I basically got to piss people off for a living, uh, and got paid to do it. So, um, kind of, you still do kind that. of what I do now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but just by being a great guy, and you still piss people off. No, it it, it, it was fun. It was easy. That uh, that that happened in a in a crazy way. Did that for a few years, and never really played golf ever. Never grew up playing golf. And, uh, but we worked like six days a month. That was it. And some of the guys wanted to play golf. So I started playing golf and I loved it. So when the show ended, I'm a sales guy by heart. I wanted to go sell golf. So that's what I did. I Mm -hmm. literally called every golf manufacturer and said, I'd like to work for you, blah, blah, blah. And that's how I got in. But, and you started your career with Nike. No, 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 no. Uh, Bridgestone. I was with Bridgestone late two thousands was with Bridgestone. 
and uh, that was incredible. Good, uh, good entry into the industry. A lot of my best friends to this day uh, I, I met back then. Yeah, you've had a pretty illustrious career. Oh yeah, in, in real life, bud. I mean, Nike, you took me to that campus back in 2019. Yeah, yeah, in Portland. Hey, before before, you know, before I tell you that story, can I tell you guys a good story about Bridgestone? Yeah. And, and you guys, and I know you guys know a lot about me. I don't think you know this story. So, uh, you guys remember the year Tiger and Patty Harrington were coming down the stretch? Uh, Tiger hit that eight iron on 16 to like a foot and a half. Yeah. Okay. Do you, I hope you're mad. I think it was 2010, maybe 2009. But anyway, so long story short, the entire week, I'm uh, I'm talking to the head of security, and on Sunday I give him I want to say like 72 dozen balls because his son played golf. And we had these two ball packs. I give him all these two ball packs. So it's 5:30 in the afternoon. I'm sitting there uh, inside, and the guy comes over. He says, "Hey, come here. I'm going to pay you back. Pay me back." High. He goes, "Come with me." He walks me out to the 16th hole, clears all the people aside. I said, "But I can't go out there." He said, "I run security." So he takes me in, sits me right next to the 16th green. Within two minutes, Tiger hits his shot, lands a foot next to the hole. Everybody goes crazy. Stevie Williams comes over, drops his bag right on my foot. I look at Stevie. Stevie looks at me. I was like, here's my chance. I go, hey, what'd he hit? He goes, an eight iron made as hard as he fucking could. I went, yeah. Stevie slaps my hand, moves on. Tiger comes on. I'm like, wow, this is the greatest moment ever, right? Like I was just working all week. Now I'm literally right there. So I think it's done. I think it's over. So I'm getting ready to leave. And he goes, you want to follow them? Do I want to follow them? Yeah, I want to follow them. So he takes me up over to 17. I'm on the tee box. My phone's in my back pocket vibrating like crazy because now everyone's seeing me on TV. Like, what's Perry doing on the 17th tee box next to Tiger? So I go up. I follow them on 17. We get up near the green. And he goes, come on, let's go down to the 18th hole. So now at the time, Bridgestone, you know, all the executives are around the 18th hole, we go walking down, the guy's clearing everybody out, and everyone's looking like, what? what is Peering doing? He literally sticks me right next to the 18th hole. If you guys know, on Sunday, that pin is back left. Well, Patty Harrington pulls his shot, yells four. Guess who the ball hits? Me, right in no. the chest. Drops down between my legs. Cameras everywhere, taking pictures. It was awesome. So, uh, great memories from Bridgestone and got to uh, got to get inside the ropes. That's pretty cool, bud. Do you have hair then? A lot of hair. It was actually dyed too. I used to tip it. You know, I. I uh, yeah, frosted. Oh, absolutely. Is that when you had the Nike uh, ankle tattoo or the state of Pennsylvania? Uh, tattoo? No, that was pre-boat tattoos. Oh, yeah. Wow. So no, well, lots changed. Yeah. Since. So I wanted, I wanted to work for Nike. That's what I wanted to work for. And at the time, I got recruited from them. I, I had a condo in South Florida, right on the beach. And when they recruited me, my options were uh, Philadelphia or North Dakota. So <laughs> it was a tough Two terrible options. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but then, you know, that's how I was able to bash, uh, say all that to say that, that that's how we got to go out and tour the Nike campus. Our first ever pronghorn LS2, man. It was great. Dude. Pep, I'm telling you, it's an experience. Like the kids would love it, but like Nike's campus is absolutely insane. Coach K's court or whatever they have no. for him. And, um, Peering's walking me around, and everybody's, you know, talking to Steve. They're all catch, hey Steve, man, blah, blah, blah. and he's got these Nike Kohan blue suede shoes on. First time, I mean, they're beautiful. First time wearing them. I'm trying to impress Bash, you know, pull out these nice suede shoes. 
And I'm like walking around like a puppy dog with him, just, you know, hey, nice to meet you, man, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, man, can I get a coffee? And he's all, yeah. So we're standing in the lobby. He's talking to one of his buddies. And I get this cup of coffee. And I don't know what happened, but somehow I hit my other hand and I dropped the whole cup of coffee. It went everywhere, all over his shoes, ruined. First time wearing them, ruined. I got them on his buddy's shoes. I felt like such an ass, man. Well, and it, it all started. You guys made the boat race that and year. Then we no, went, yeah, no, we no, drove no, 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 Bash. That wasn't that year. That's the year where we, do, you know, the weather there, like, for example, this weekend, it's going to be 90 and sunny. It's perfect every year. Well, that year, Wait, I said. You told me 70. I said, well, it changed. It changed. You know, weather, weather changes. But listen, that year, Pep, I said, you know what? We could drive down to, to through Eugene or we could drive over. I think it's Mount Hood. Bash was like, you know, let's just drive over Mount Hood. We'll get there. All right, great. So now I'm not the smallest guy in Bash. I mean, we know you're not the biggest guy, but we're driving over Mount Hood and there's a fucking snowstorm. I mean, oh, yeah. cars sliding everywhere. So you would think I would be oh, the guy outside of the car pushing. No, no. I'm driving. I said, hey, bud, you want to push? So Bass comes riding outside. He has flip-flops on. Two feet of snow, cars sliding everywhere. Everyone's pulled over, Pep. I'm like, dude, we're getting there. You guys know me. I'm sure you guys will talk about, you know, uh, 10 at uh, at Pikewood. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going. Going for it. And uh, Bass, you're like, why don't we just pull over? I'm like, dude, no, we got a tea time. We're teeing off in an hour. You're like, but we could be dead in an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm behind. A, I'm in shorts and a zip-up hoodie with these flip-flops on, pushing this car <laughs> up the hill in snow. Cars are stopped everywhere, and that was a journey, buddy. Hey, I got. I gotta send. I gotta send you guys those pictures. I, I think I sent them to you, uh, but I was looking at them recently, man, because I I always get excited going back there. I'll never never forget that year. Never. Send them to us. We'll put it. We'll share. We'll clip that and post yeah, we'll this over that. That's good. Um, so you, you go from Bridgestone to Nike. The years that you're at Nike is when Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. It was uh that was incredible. Um I got a couple good Tiger stories too. Um but uh Nike was uh, it was amazing. It was a good uh, I was there for just under 6 years. Um we had a ton of fun. It, it's sad because looking back when they left the equipment business, it really at that point the irons in my opinion were just as good as anything out in the market. They really really were. Wedges were great. Um, driver was good. I mean, it, it was tough. It was tough. At that point, I already left the golf side of it. I was out in LA managing, uh, some other businesses for Nike, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of experience for you, man. And for people out there, I don't know if you wear Link Soul. Clearly Link Soul has blown up in the last four years. And in the early days, I mean, I was introduced to Link Soul, I think via Pep. Or somehow one another. I was introduced via Michael Sims. Yeah, and so early days, I'm you know I was emailing back and forth with John, kind of kicked myself a little bit there, but uh, <laughs> um, the brand itself, I mean, everything Link Soul stands for is just is so good, and the people and the family atmosphere. So you, my friend, you get into a role with Link Soul to try to expand what the. The sales division of the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. And now you're like the man. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, you you mentioned the family. Yeah. I mean, I, I I joke, but it's the truth. You know, I get to work for the first family of golf. I mean, John Ashworth is an absolute legend. The family is great from Mary to Hank to Dave. Mm -hmm. Every single yeah. person in there. I mean, it's I've been there, like I said, now going on six years and I'm not going anywhere. And a, and a huge part is comes from them. 
I mean, look, you know, I'm sitting here talking to you guys from from the Ashworths. Um, so wonderful family. Uh, the brand is is doing fantastic. You know, we're kind of known for, you know, I don't mean to sound like an ad here, but we're known for the, you know, the casual lifestyle uh, aspect of golf, which we own. Um, but now we're, we're, we're shifting towards making sure that guys that are on course playing and want that performance gear, they have that option. Killer. Yeah. I mean, you guys have really changed some things over the last two years and, and there's a lot changing going forward. And, but I think it was a necessary change for Link's. No, it was. And, and you know, it's funny, Pep, because you are somebody that I bounce a lot of ideas off of. You're, uh, I, I joke with you and I say you're a snob. Yeah, I say you're a pain in the ass and you're a snob or this and that. But that's a good thing because if we're creating product, you're somebody who's played everywhere around the world. You wear whatever you want. And it's been awesome to come to you with a few new pieces and show you. And I mean, shit, you, you've lost your mind the last two times we met. When's this coming out? Yeah, When's this coming uh, out? New color in this. And I leave and I'm like, fuck yeah. The the That's coconut, right. anything coconut, I'm in on with Linksol. Those coconut shorts, that that should be a jogger. Um, why are you smiling, bud? Wow. Is, that, is that coming? <laughs> hey, I, um, I but all the coconut stuff is, is so nice. That full zip coconut jacket and for you when you took that role on to be a sales rep you probably didn't see it going to where you are right now uh, now you're part of the designing no, right? i don't know about that I, I i have a voice in it as far as where my career goes i just you know i get up i work i try hard and whatever happens happens i mean i'm definitely pretty ambitious so i i didn't want to stay in that role forever and um luckily just through some hard work and some opportunity some some opportunities present themselves and hopefully i can take advantage of them I think the thing about you, Steve, in this role is the fact that you really are passionate about it. I mean, talking to you, you know what these threads mixtures are, 90% polyester, blah, 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 urethane, whatever it is. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, you know all the competitors. You know all their makeup, DNA of these shirts, these products. And you know how to back that into what Linksoul has to do to stay current, what we got to do to continue to grow, and where we got to be to continue to grow. And I commend you on that, man. I'm, I'm not, I'm not BSing you. Like you really took it by the horns, and you know your shit, man. So that to me is is hats off to you. Well, I, I, I thank you, dude. Listen, I'm passionate. You guys know that, you know. And and um, I'm. I the only thing that hasn't come to fruition yet for me and Link Soul is the fact that I had never been on the Link Soul quarterly yet, and I just sent Hammer a text a couple days ago. Actually, you were on it, <laughs> and I'm like in the, my dress in my closet putting on shirts and shit, and I'm like, fuck. This would be great on the back cover of the Link Soul. So I sent it to Hammer. But but I actually liked what you were wearing. He didn't like it. Hammer. I, I, I dug it. I dug it. I know. And it's still packed because I didn't have the heart to unpack it. Right. But Hammer didn't like it. He said, I'm not sure about that color combination, but uh, you look good. All right. Well, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. And I don't want to make promises I can't uh, deliver on, but I think I'm good with this one. Obviously, we talked about pronghorn. This is year five. I'm surprised by this point you haven't talked about some of the struggles that we've had in the past. We haven't gotten okay, yet, and by so. we I mean me. But Pep, it, it, Pep is it, Pep and I have an agreement that if we win this year, I get reinvited back to Pine Needles. It's a gross event, something that you know is very new to me, something I probably don't belong in. But if we I win did. this year, I'll go ahead and see if I can't make make a call or two and get you actually in that in that quarterly. Um, Woo. Yeah. Woo. 
Let's go, boy. So that was that was a That's bet that I, I I made with Steve. Steve got a little taste of the good life of pine needles and the gross events, and um, wait. Asked, so, he... what's your bet with him? Well, I'm getting there, bud. Oh. And uh, asked about coming back, and I said, "Well, I said I'm not sure. I think B Cats is my guy. I'm going to go back to him." He said, "What if we win Pronghorn?" I said, "If you win Pronghorn, win." Not second, not third. You win. You get the invite back to Pine Needles, Mid Pines. So I, I had to tell Brandon that as a Miami last week. I said, hey, B-Cats, by the way, there's been a bet made. And he feels pretty confident that he's going. So, um, Hey, let, let, let the listeners know. I, I did not belong there, but I won everything. Won everything. We will get – but we'll get into that. Can you, like, just, just slow the episode down? This is our <laughs> just, just saying. Not your show. Okay, bud. <laughs> well, you have a bash. We, we we have to win. We have to win mm-hmm. now, so you could fulfill your modeling dream of uh, being on the quarterly. I mean, well, what a what a complete opposite if somebody wins. Bash, you win. You're in a quarterly as photographs. Huh. Peering, all he wants to do is go on a golf trip to Pine Needles and play in a gross and get his teeth kicked in. Other than that, everybody's winning. I mean, yeah, I just, I, yeah, I just feel like that's the right thing to do. I mean, supporting the brand, look the part, and it's like family. So you know, what? little back cover, RB from Chasing Birdies wearing the LS one forty four with the <laughs> wool beanie, and uh, here we go. I tell you what, the coconut jacket or whatever so that good. jacket, the black one, the black camo, yeah, so good. I was wearing that in Colorado this summer, and my buddy he loves Link Soul and. Actually, I FaceTimed you with him, Jeff. Yeah. And you were nice enough to deliver a code or something. He went on and bought stuff. But he bought that jacket, and he loves it. I sent him a pair of the coconut shorts that we had extra from the Greenbrier event. Those, Those are, are free ones. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny because sometimes when, when you know, you brought up that coconut jacket, but, you know, I, I don't think people realize how innovative we are. Like, we literally take thir- – that jacket's 38% coconut husk. We take that, we weave it together with some recycled poly, a little spandex. Uh, so, Where do they do this? Uh, I, I so it's funny. We were, Country. We were at a PGA show last year, and I was uh, somebody actually asked that, and I said, "There's one coconut tree in Montego Bay." I said, and we bought the tree. Like, no way. I go, yeah. I said, we have a team of three, and they sit there and they wait for the coconut. And I, hook, line, and secret. Come over here. They invite their buddies over. He's like. Dude, this is made from one coconut tree in Montego Bay, and I had them going for 20 minutes. And they're like, well, what happens if the tree falls down? I was like, that's what you better order a lot because it, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah. So, But I did tell them that's obviously not the case, but it was great. But how do you get to the point of, all right, coconut, that's what we're missing. Let's throw that in. That is, that's above my pay grade. I always say if I'm the smartest man in the room, get out of that room, and there's people on our team that are so smart. Um, and find ways to not only make product that's sustainable for the world that we live in, but it, it allows it to have a function for it, a better function than if it's not in there. It adds durability, it adds stretch. And I think in the last few years, you guys have seen a lot of cool product from us going in that direction. So more to come next year. 100%. I'll tell you, dude, that coconut, I guess anything coconut, I'm in on. I just got a new bag of cachava. It's like this mixture drink. And it's coconut acai. It's freaking so good. Anyways, you talking about coconut. 
<laughs> so, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you know, chasing birdies. You've had a hell of a chasing birdie career uh, professionally. You've kind of been chasing along the line, and, and you've settled into a nice little home here at Linksol. Yeah. Let's talk about the golf game. Now. Wait, wait a second. What about birdie spritz? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that, but let's talk about the golf game. Let's talk about it then. Let's right. uh, the golf game. Um, so where are you right now with your golf game compared to whenever I for Let's put the hat back on. Yeah. Um, you see, I will, I will I you, you sent me a lot of hats. Nice. I got to tell you, this one I love. I got to tell you. This guy? There you go. I don't know. Terrible. But, I mean, you, you get on me for some product. Can we talk about some guys? Yeah. I, I know. We See, we, we, we struggle in that regard, Steve. I mean, apparel is not our thing, clearly. But here's the thing. I just come to you guys. I get some feedback. Maybe, you know, I, come you know, some I, feedback. That hat. But thank you for it. You're welcome. All right. Golf. Golf. Yeah. Golf. Yeah. Five years ago, uh, when Ryan first uh, played with you at Pronghorn, um, the club that you struggled with most was probably the eight iron. Definitely. So talk to us a, a little bit about where your golf game has come from. Well, it, and, wh- and why? Um, it looks like it's come from, in the past, it looked like it came from hell. Um, why? Uh, no excuses, just I'm not that good. Um, I try, I try hard, I have peaks and valleys. There's times where I play good. How about when we played Pine Valley? How about the first three holes came out the gate on fire, huh? Too bad there are 15 more, but hole one, two, and three. Yeah, nobody ever mentions that. Well, tell us the Pine Valley story. Uh, How the hell did you get to play Pine Valley? Uh, well, I got a phone call from a close friend and um, said, hey, what are you doing next week? And I said, I'm taking my, my niece and my, my daughter to an amusement park. Um, why? And uh, Pat was gracious enough to, to call me. I told him I'll definitely be there and let me know who the 11 people are who said no. I'll send them a gift on my behalf. So we went out to Pine Valley, had a blast, played with Tango, played with the, what, senior club champion? Which, yeah, Gary Smith. Yeah, which now I'm actually officially, I played in my first senior club championship, so I could play with Gary, but... Uh, it was great, Bash, because I parred the first hole. Uh, he bogeyed, Pep bogeyed. I parred the second hole. I doubled. Or doubled. And I look at it, it, uh, it was Gary Smith, and I said to him, I was like, bud, maybe, you know, maybe I could be the club champion. I mean, I'm up you know, I'm up two through two. This, this course ain't that hard. It was, it was 100 degrees, so much humidity. Steve went through two hats. You sweat, bud. Oh, it was it was brutal. Uh, you pulled a Lucas Glover? Uh, it was it, it was hot. It was hot, but uh, mm. tip of the cap to you. Uh, got to play Indian, or uh, excuse me, um, Pine Valley with you, and it was just, it was a blast. I think it's the smoke cigars, though. But Not whatever. lots. Of, um, it was fun. So you get back to the 8-iron story. The 8-iron was his nemesis that whole week at Pronghorn. Oh. I mean, my man could hit any club, really, but when it came down to having the 8-iron in his hand, it was disastrous. And I think, what hole was that? We got on 12? The par three, and there's like, there's no way you could hit this ball right. <laughs> like where he went, there's just absolutely no way anyone could hit this ball that far right. With any club, let alone an eight iron. And peering, shank rockets it. <laughs> I mean, it, 
flies like almost horizontal, like vertically right. And I'm like, he's out. He's out of the hole, right? No. My man drives the cart up, gets out, and starts walking. He's got to cross the creek, get to the island. I'm like, my man, that was a little tough. That was a little tough. And then that was your struggle. But Steve and I made it into the horse race, which is essentially the shootout, people, if you play a member guess. By the way, the Link Soul 2-man events are incredible. You're probably not going to get into them. A, because you got to be A-listed, which we are. And B, they sell out in like 25 seconds. So um, I, I, you know I, will, I will say, shameless plug, we do have a few spots open for Richmond. Uh, first week of October, Country Club of Virginia. So come have some fun. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, but comparatively speaking, Richmond compared to Grizzly or Pronghorn or Whistling. You know, well, I, I got to tell you, dude, I, sure. I got to thank you. I thought you were going to the story. So, Pep, I, I literally, and I, I, I'm almost positive you're aware of this. I went 11 holes straight. Every shot I hit went out of bounds. I'm not kidding. Every single shot. Every single <laughs> shot. I drive it out of bounds. And you, I, I'm not going to give up. I'll go. I'll take the penalty. Hit four from the fairway. Bash bombs his drive. 310 hits a flip wedge in. I'm grinding. Shank. Lost it. Went up to the green. Dropped the putt. Finished putt. He looks at me. I'm like, just put a fucking X, bud. Like, what do, what do you want me to tell you? This happened what you 11 straight holes. The 11th hole, par three. Bash finally makes a mistake. Hits a little heavy into the bunker. I'm like, all right, I'm stepping up. I'm stepping up. I'm doing it. Shank, dead right. He just starts laughing. Just hysterically laughing. I turn around. I go, bud, what the fuck you doing? I go, we're teammates. You can't laugh. And he looked me dead in the face. And what did you tell me? Go. <laughs> Do you remember? Um, what did I tell you? You look at me dead <laughs> in the face and you go, bud. What the fuck do you want me to do? I've been staring at this for two and a half hours. I don't yeah. know what you want from me. <laughs> yeah, you you got mad because I was laughing. Like, legitimately, you were mad. You're like, you can't laugh at me like that, man. And that's when I did say, dude, what else do you want me to do at this point? I watched 11 holes of this. I have to laugh. And I get videos of you. You know, I got so many videos of you, Steve. Like, And it's unfair to you in a way because there are good shots. I mean, at I've that point in time, there wasn't. There wasn't any good shots in those 11 holes. No. Maybe a good putt. But overall, uh, I got videos of you underneath the trees, falling into the bunker. <laughs> hey, man, I'll say this. Funny is funny. And I always say to people, if it's, your, if it's at my expense, so be it. If it's funny, it's funny. You got to laugh. We need to laugh more. But unfortunately for me, you just always happen, both you guys, you just happen to always have your phone out. You know, Pep didn't have the phone out at all when I was waxing him for 15 holes over in Ireland on the last match of the day. Didn't have the phone. We have no footage from that day. None. We have the match, but. Well, that's a, oh. Listen, I got a half a point. How many points do you get for our team, Bash? Half. I got a half. No, for I, Bash. Dude, I can't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> Bash like, got zero. But, but you guys just always happen to have like a tripod, different angles when I'm in the trees. I don't understand. Well, because whenever you're going in there, dude, we just get it ready because there's <laughs> always going to be something funny to happen. I got hey, videos of you driving carts through the out-of-bounds stakes. Listen, man, we're um, appearing par. Just go get it. But, Pep, to your point, this year I know we got to do it. We got into the, the shootout, though, the one year, 2020, COVID year maybe. I don't know if it was COVID year. but Prior, year prior. And we are dialed. Is that the year Eric Childers no. fell off the bike? No, no, that was no, that was two, two years, years before prior, that. Yeah. Um, so it's this par five, 
kind of a reachable par five, and I'm teeing off, and I absolutely melt this ball. I melt, I melt, I nutted it, three forty, for real. I got some roll, all right, guys. But so peering all day has been hitting like long irons. So for some reason, what happened, Steve? So I got two thirty four to the pin. Let me take you through mm-hmm. this. You got a hundred cards down the left hand side. Everyone's mm-hmm. betting on Bash and I. Um, we're 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 ready to win this thing. And um, Hammer comes over to me and he goes, "What mm-hmm. are you doing?" And I said, "What do you mean when I'm doing? I got two thirty four in with elevation. It's like two twenty. I'm just gonna smash this four on the left hand side. We'll get up and down. Now, mind you, earlier, literally an hour earlier, we both played that hole. We both birdied it, right? Yeah. So combined score of eight. Needless to say." If you combine those scores, that's pretty much what we had here, truthfully. So Hammer goes, just lay up. You don't need to birdie it. You just got to make par. You guys pop, you'll move on. I'm like, no, I'm just bashing this for him. Just lay up. So I go and I, listen, I take a nine iron out. And I didn't shank it, but I didn't I didn't strike it well. Let's just say it went 110 yards. I may have fatted it, maybe. Bash hasn't missed a shot for two hours. He's got 130 yards to the flag. In the bunker. All over the bunker. I'm thinking, no worries. He's getting on. We two putt. We're out with Paul. No, I was in the bunker. Yeah, you're in the, no, I'm saying you're going to get out. Throw us on. Two putt. We move on. Right. He hit, and I chunk it. He hit it six feet. <laughs> I hit it like 12 yards. <laughs> but needless to say, I left it in the bunker. Now we get the hardest shot in golf. 100-yard bunker shot. And I'm hitting it. And Peering is shanking it. <laughs> All day. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. So Peering gets up. What did you do? I hit a good shot. Almost cleared it. It left it in the bunker. It literally right. rained and came in. But it was, listen, it went straight, bro. Baby steps. Okay. I mean, it went eight feet straight, Steve. It went about- long, long story short, I chip it out a little long. And then we three putt. We made eight. We made eight. Yeah, we made eight. We carted eight, and there we walked out of there. And I'll, and I think a bogey got in. Correct. Yeah. That, if I would have made that eight footer, uh, we would have we would have gotten. Yeah. And I missed the putt. So, anyways, long story short, we had a colossal collapse in the shootout. And we haven't been back since. We go back every year. It, it literally is my favorite weekend of the year, and I haven't. I I, I, I get you go back to the uh, event. Oh oh, you're saying we we didn't. Get back. You haven't been back to. The shootout. Well, here, let me take you through last year. And Bash, I hate to throw you under the bus here, but, you know, this is my quarterback. This is my horse. I'm riding him everywhere. So we're playing the defending champs. The year prior, we beat them 14-4, to okay? We drilled them. Our first match, we're playing them. We start in the hardest hole. Bash normally goes first. Bash, go ahead, throw one out there for us. What's he do? Snaps it left out of bounds. Mm-hmm. I looked at him. I said, "Bud, this isn't the type of pressure I need. First hole of the week, you got me out here. You're ball in pocket." And uh, we ended up. I parred that hole, and that guy made like a forty footer to tie us. You remember that? Yeah, I do. And we lost that match. We got crushed, fifteen to three. The next thirty, what was it? Thirty six holes, we won yeah. or tied cool. thirty three of them. I mean, we were on fire, and we missed a race by one point, mm-hmm. two points. Sorry. But we won or tied 33 to 36 holes. So we're going in there with uh, with something to prove this year. But I got to be honest with you. Going into that tournament last year, like I probably didn't play for a good solid two weeks before. 
if I recall. Yeah. So I was getting there, hitting balls, trying to get the feel. Now, this week, I'm playing, playing good, and I'm going to be playing often leading into it. So I feel good, bud. I mean – Do you I, think that you're going to be burning out a little bit, though? No. 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 Yeah, because I, mean, I, I, I don't – You're going, you're going to Bannon for a few days, yeah. and then you're, you're going to the – I mean, it's a lot of golf, bud. It is a lot of golf, but um, fortunately, I'm in, you know, decent shape. Uh, and I feel good, man. At, at 36, I'll be 37 next month. I can't believe it. Um, I don't think I'll be burnt out. But, and with, with Steve, I mean, it's like riding around with a cartoon character all day. <laughs> like, you're just going to laugh. Steve, I'm going to be riding with him, and he's going to be calling me on the phone. Because, yeah. you know, that's the move. FaceTime. The peering Max, call. how you doing? I'm right next to how you doing? All right. yeah. Hey, I got another call coming in, guys. I got to go. <laughs> I mean, but so Peering, fortunately, is always up for uh, – he so happens to be in the same town that we're going to all the time. And uh, we had a little scare in the Katzoff household back in March and wasn't right for Brandon to go. So I said, you know what? There's one person that's going to say yes to this. The event starts in two days. It's Steve Peering. <laughs> Yo, Peering, where you at? Raleigh. Oh, sweet. I'm coming down to Pinehurst on Thursday. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, can you play in a gross event? Yeah, sure, man. I, like, you understand that you're not getting a shot at all. Like, this is all big boy golf. Like, gross. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. At that point, Steve, you're probably an eight, nine handicap. Eleven. Eleven. Played like a 19, but... um. He did not complain one time through the whole thing. It's in, and I'm not saying that. I'm saying that because it's difficult if you've never played in a put everything out gross event, no shots, just pl- go go get it. And it it can be mentally wearing on you. S- Steve might have gotten worn down on the golf course a little bit, but he never showed a sign of it. So I was proud of well, you. Well, I appreciate it, but you didn't. As my roommate. you didn't you didn't you didn't tell. Uh, the whole the, to the first hole, these guys get out there and they're just ripping driver right down the middle. Okay, we're at uh, mid pines, right? They're mid pines, they one. Yeah. Oh my god! First hole, uh. they say my name again. I'm looking at the card. You know, it's a four handicap hole. I was being a dot here. I, I got to play this straight up. That's not that's not fair. I literally stone cold top it. The ball goes before the cart. The ball goes before the cart. <laughs> number one in mid pines, fourteen I'm feet. Like, right. So. <laughs> but I did. I said, I'm going to par this hole. And I had a you sniffed I had it. a five-footer, six-footer for par. You sniffed it. So, And then Steve had a new driver shipped in for Friday or for Saturday. So, <laughs> Yeah, he did. Actually, no, that was the new driver. You had the new driver shipped Thursday for Friday. Yeah, no, it got shipped in Saturday. Second. That okay, Saturday. And that driver Saturday is still in my bag. Still in my bag. It's awesome. So... Anyways, long story short, um, after watching Steve uh, Thursday and Friday, um, I'm in the hotel room at Pine Needles, and I said, uh, I took an iron out of his bag. I said, bud, I said, there is zero reason that you should be hitting these irons. He said, what do you mean? I've been, I'm in a hard good game. I was in a hard good game forever. That's exactly what you said. I'm in a hard good game. I know what I need to be hitting. I said, bud, I've watched you for two days. These are the wrong irons for you. I don't play these irons. Here's what I play. A little wider sole, make the game easier, not harder. Steve went and did it. 
And ever since, my man has been hitting it a little bit better. Hitting it a lot better. Hitting it a lot better. Can't lie to you. And then we got paired with Ryan Bashauer in the Constellation since we missed the cut. That's right. But we did win the Constellation. And we won the Constellation. I am a two-time back-to-back Constellation champion <laughs> at Mid-Pines Pine Needles. Mid-Pines is good. And I, w- I, mean, and I won the putting yeah. contest. <laughs> did you? You did win the putting yeah. contest. Um, the funny thing about you guys playing together at Pine Needles this year is I think last year we rolled up to Raleigh for the Penguins game against the Carolina Hurricane. Yeah. And Peering's like, ironically. <laughs> and he's like, hey, man, I'm going to I'm gonna ride back to, to, to Pine Needles. Man. Which I'm made no gonna, sense. He backtracked on that. I'm just going to crash there for tonight. So I'm like, all right, bud, I'll, I'll ride back with you. So I left, I left uh, Raleigh and went back with Steve and my man. Do you remember that ride home, bud? It was tough. It was, it was tough. tough. It was tough. Us in that little car. It was tough. Yeah. And, 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 you know, but, we were talking but shout out to you guys. Were... Shout out to Vinny. I've got to take one of our top accounts of that game. He's a good dude. You guys met him, Ashley. Ashley uh, such yeah. a good dude. We, we had a blast. Um, but yeah, I was out the door by what, Pep? 6 30. You were snoring. I was gone. Who would have thought next year you would have been playing with the big boys? You guys out there, you got to have a Steve Peering in your group, man. It just makes life better. He's the guy that's going to call you at 6 a.m. Where you at today? <laughs> like, like, like he's coming to your doorstep for something, but in all reality, he's 4,000 miles away. Just wants to know what you're doing. But are you playing golf this weekend or not? Yada, yada, yada. What are you doing October 12th? <laughs> Uh, and it, never know, comes, it never happens. Well, I'll be in Philly. No, that, that, that's not true. It does happen. How about Bash? What are you doing Sunday? You want to play Pikewood? How about that? Is- yeah, he invites himself. <laughs> and I, I oblige. I'm like, well, in all reality, but if you want to play golf on Sunday, hey, let's just go up there. I'll take you up there. Be my guest. Um, I almost had you. Me too. I almost had you. I almost had you. And also... Um, I was just going to talk about you driving from Philadelphia during COVID to play Pete Dye. Like we're having a, we're having the good Friday open or something. Yeah. And he turned right back around, literally drove in for it. Yeah, well, for around the well here's though. the thing. I'm not one. I, I like to uh, squeeze every bit of juice out of the fruit. And it was during the, what was it? 15 days. So we're on like day four and I'm looking at my wife and I'm like, this isn't going to work. Like I'm out. Like I got to go somewhere. And you guys were playing Pete Dye. So I got up. I left at 5, drove down. We ate lunch, 11, teed off at noon, had dinner, was home by midnight. I mean, that's that's (laughs) incredible. Again, that's what I mean. Everybody needs a Steve Beer. I lost two and a quarter. I'm surprised you didn't say that, Pat. That's the day I lost 225 to you, bud. But I don't listen. If if I brought up every story, we'd be here for a long time. I love you. We have well, a, lot, a lot of good stories. But I will say, Bash, you did say when you guys play next year, was that an omen that you know what's going to happen this weekend? I kind of feel it. Feel yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I kind of feel it right yes, now. I to be love honest, it. I love it. I do. Feel it. I'm getting in that zenergy. Zenergy. Yeah. By the way, these zins. Um, someone told me a good one the other day because I always say Zimbabwe. And they said, Monica Luzinski. Wow. I thought that was good. I'm like, whoa, that's clever. What is she doing these days? I don't know, Bill? I don't know. know. Steve, man, it's awesome having you on the show. 
you. Uh, I get it. You guys got to go. Make sure you go it. out over to uh, linksoul.com and check them out. And, and, um, and if I could, man, shameless little plug here. Um, I would love to extend, you know, we're talking about pronghorn. We'll be a pronghorn uh, this coming Friday. And so if we could, we'd like to send a little discount to your listeners for uh, from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, if you guys are okay with that. Show some love to everybody out there. Okay. Oh, there you go. So if anybody, feel free, go to linksold.com. And when you check out, when it says promo card code, put in Chasin30. C-H-A-S-I-N 30. So instead of chasing birdies, we're chasing 30. And if it doesn't work. And if it doesn't work. <laughs> it will Steve work. Do, do that. Uh, show some love. We'll show some love to you guys uh, uh, with uh, Chasin30. Chasing 30, C H A S I N. Yeah, but three zero. Number get those 30. Coconut shorts. They get it. They're called the Stormer Short. Get them. I, Bash, you probably got them on get now. Them. I mean, get them. Yeah. <laughs> I got everything on. I have them on now. All right, Steve, before we let you go, we got to do the tap in segment presented by Bettinardi Golf. Check them out at bettinardi.com. JP is going to ask you some questions at the man your quick witted response and uh, take it away. Love it. All right. Number of calls made in a day. The look. Plus 100 every day. Wow. Plus 100. All right. Favorite golf club? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, South Park is up there. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, um, sorry. No, uh, the, the, what you use, but So uh, I, I put in a seven wood this year, and it's a TSR2 seven wood inspired by yours truly, Ryan Bashauer, who I – dogged him for that and our, our our mutual friend eric childers took care of me and it is my go-to bash you will see me hit that off number one in the practice round this saturday see you there favorite link soul piece favorite link soul piece was the first coconut jacket that we did the flower palm which again you could save 30 percent on that five ls 576p absolutely the greatest thing in the world i wore it every day for about two months all right, lowest round of golf. 69. Let's try this again. Lowest round of golf. 69. I actually have a scorecard <laughs> score to prove it. Now, recently, my lowest round has been a 73. Once this year, two 74s. Let's go. Let's keep playing, dude. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. I'm inspired by you guys. That's all it takes. And the last question, Steve Perry. I love these questions. Keep them coming. What are you chasing? Oh, man, you know what, dude? I'm chasing happiness. I know some people may sound that may sound corny, but truthfully, I look at success and happiness as one in, 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 in the same. I love what I do. I love my friends. I wake up. I don't stress going to work, and I get to kiss my wife and daughter goodnight 80% of the time because I travel a lot. Um, I just want to continue that. I don't, I don't need to chase greater. Things are great. Continue, continue staying that. So I'm just chasing happiness, man. I love it. So Dude. again, guys, linksel.com, chasing 30 at checkout. Might work, might not work. <laughs> Try it. Who knows? Our boy Steve Peering. Good luck this weekend, dude. And I better see some content from you two at Prom. You're going to see a ton. And before we go, if you do need somebody on October 1 at Baltistraw, just I'm just saying, I'm going to be in New Jersey. I would never have imagined that you'd be anywhere else. <laughs> That day. Pat, what are you doing here, bro? <laughs> hey, bud. I'm actually got a meeting here. You, my friend, 
I'm trying to look through a text thread with you because you sent me a text a couple weeks ago, and I was absolutely. Oh man! Well, listen, Here you while are. While you're looking through that, twelve thirty-eight. Okay. I said, "What's up?" He said, "Hey, buddy. I'm just over here, grateful for life, bud. Gratitude at a new level." And I said, "LOL, <laughs> that's great." And he said, "It's also very true." <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What were you I, I want to say this, and I, I mean this sincerely. You guys um, keep kicking ass. Uh, uh, you guys continue to get better. I love the guests that you have on. It's an honor to be on here with you guys. I don't deserve to be on here, but I appreciate you guys having me you on. You do. Um, but keep doing good good things. Um, I love seeing the content. I listen every Thursday when you guys have a new episode. So from, from my heart to yours, keep it up. Well, we appreciate it, man. Likewise. And thank you for coming on. And I will see you soon, bud. Go get them, boys. Peace. I mean... He's a big teddy bear. I've said this numerous times. Steve Peering is a teddy bear. We have come to love the guy. He's a part of our group. It's a blast. We'd even get into Ireland with him, really. No, we, um, we, we could have sat there and talked to Steve for, I, I don't know. And the thing of it is, I feel like people enjoy that because, A, it shows us a little more, and, B, the interaction is organic. He, he's, he's hilarious. He's a and, beauty. And like he said, man, that coconut husk stuff, I mean, you're – big fan of it and you critique every piece of golf wear imaginable yes i do so so get yourself some of those shorts that just came out with a new color i saw uh it's like a I little, got little bit of a light blue i got them oh you got them bud yeah peering sent them to me oh nice bud yeah bud we i got it in yeah, so yeah, yeah. uh i want to wish you and stevie p some good luck out there um myself and you played at nemicolon this past weekend and golf courses are prime time i got my first look at the lodge and it is really cool it's really nice it's amazing uh how much they've changed but uh it's going to be incredible up there so um as we're rolling into the fall it's my favorite season at namacolon the leaves are changing playing some fall ball in the golf get your butt to namacolon check them out at namacolon.com get it yourself a room Go play both golf courses, send the significant other to the spa, or you go to the spa and uh, enjoy yourself. They have yeah. something for everyone. Yeah, and the course is great. So it was fun playing with you up there, man. Thank you for allowing me to be your guest. Sure, bud. And um, hopefully it brings you a victory this week at the two Links Old Two Man. Yeah, guys, and I know, you know, we yeah, we kind of cut the intro outro a little short here. But at the end of the day, great episode with Steve Peering. Thanks again. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And I do want to say one last thing because here in a couple days, the Backyard Brawl kicks off, which, by the way, you have a couple of tickets to go to. I am going to it. The Pit Panthers travel to Morgantown, West Virginia to face the West Virginia Mountaineers. 7.30 kickoff time. ABC, nationally televised game. I'm taking the Mounties plus one. I don't know about you we had a disastrous weekend last weekend um but we don't need to talk about that now no i'm i'm gonna probably take the mounties too uh only downside is neil brown loses this game he got 99 night tom kite so um mountaineers pit send yeah. us let us know what you're picking we'd love to hear it uh go to chasing underscore birdies chasingbirdies.com check out our shop we got some cool sunglasses for sale up there solid optics 
Hey guys, as always, we appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Chasing Birdies. Thank you to Evo and Allie over at Simpler Media for putting this thing together. Rachel London, Jacqueline DiPaterio for all your help. You girls rock. And we will catch y'all in two.